0: Welcome to the Goals Podcast, the business case for women's sports, where we explore every corner of the women's sports industry from the field to the front office. I'm Caroline Fitzgerald, and I'm here to prove that it's good business to be in the business of women's sports. Today's episode is brought to you by Ally, a changemaker in women's sports steadfast in their commitment to the fight for media equity, because we're all better off with an Ally. Our guests today are Megan O'Donnell and Samantha Ward, the co-founders of Empowered, which is a newly launched platform designed to connect female students and young professionals with exclusive opportunities, relationships, and resources to help break into and navigate a male-dominated sports industry. Welcome to the show, Megan and Samantha. Hi, thanks so much for having us.
1: Yeah, thank you. We're so excited to be here.
0: I'm really excited to have you on the show. So welcome. And I'll start by saying congratulations on the launch of Empowered. It's amazing. You're building something that is essential and really needed in the sports space. So I'm just going to start by saying thank you for all you're doing and congratulations again. Thank you.
1: Thank you. We appreciate that. that.
0: Well, I appreciate both of you and I'm excited to get into it today. So Megan, I'm going to start with asking you our first question. I would love to simply hear an overview of your background and what ultimately has led you to now launching Empowered with Sam.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, from the Philly area originally, always knew I wanted to get in the sports industry, was kind of a was a sport management, mass communications major, and fell in love with like statistics and loved doing that. Actually had the chance to intern at ESPN before my senior year in the Stats and Info group, and that's where I met Sam. We were roommates together for our 10-week internship, and she's been stuck with me ever since. Uh, we had a great time together, and then I stayed on after graduation. I had a full-time offer and stayed in the Stats and Info group for a few years, working um, primarily on college football, um, which I loved, but got to the point, you know, it was a very, uh, statistics specifically, it's kind of male dominated, just within an already male dominated industry. And we got to the point, you know, experienced some um, started with like sexist comments and just misogynistic situations, but kind of progressed to sexual harassment. Um, I was one of only two to three women in the department at any given time. And uh, just got to the point where I was, you know, physically ill because I was so stressed out like I love the work I was doing but I just was like I can't stay here and I was like 22 23 years old so that was my only experience in the industry I didn't really know like where do I go from me like is this what every sport job is like like then I need to leave this industry like I can't I can't do it and I tried like I didn't say anything for the longest time I stayed a lot longer than I probably should have because I was like I'm not gonna be the one to bring this up I just need to suck it up and deal with it But was fortunate enough, like I said, I'm from the Philly area, eventually left and was able you know, was working in communications for the Philadelphia Soul, the arena football league team, and then moved over to the Philadelphia Eagles for the last, you know, five years or so doing draft research and player personnel. Um, And before recently starting my own company, I work with multiple NFL teams and agents doing draft research, uh, character plus consulting. We do draft research um, on players, but Kind of that experience all the way back with ESPN is really what led to the desire to found Empowered. When I first got out, it was like, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to do anything. But then I got to the point where I was like, well, there's other women who are going to come up through that same department or in other situations. Um, so I felt like I needed to do more, just not just talking about my story, but see if there was a way to kind of provide resources to other young women and young professionals looking to break into the industry. And it's something that Sam and I had always talked about, kind of, you know, really, we'd love to work together again. You know, we did so much together as interns and uh, empowered was kind of the way to do that. So very excited to be working with her. It's, it's one of my favorite parts of the job.
2: She's never this nice to me. It's so great. Yeah.
1: It's all for show.
0: Well, you are quite a dynamic duo. Samantha, can you give us the rundown of your background and what's led you to this moment working with Megan?
2: Yeah, of course. So, like she said, we were just randomly assigned as roommates as interns at ESPN. Um, and then ESPNW actually hired us to go on the road for them, traveling with college game day. So that was awesome to be traveling with my new best friend. We were traveling every single weekend, covering different football games. Um, and when we say we are best friends, like I was in her wedding. So I think the best part is developing empowered, like actually being able to work with Megan every single day and like actually getting to be best friends with her and developing this wonderful thing together to help other women. So because we were so close and because we loved working together with College Game Day at ESPN, um, we always said that, you know, one day we wanted to come back and work together again. Um, But she stayed at ESPN, then the Eagles. I actually went into baseball, ironically, because uh, growing up, I loved everything but baseball. Um, so never say never. I ended up working for the Boston Red Sox for several years. I even have a world series ring now, which, you know, I feel bad for the people who have like lifelong baseball fans. Cause I was absolutely not one of those. I will be the first to admit, but I'm a huge fan now. Hard not to be. And then I actually came back to North Carolina where I am from. Like Megan started my own company, but I stayed within the social media marketing realm. And then Megan and I first initially came back working together. I was starting to help her with her character reports that she was doing at the time. And then she called me one day and she was like, hey, let's actually start doing more giving back, more mentoring, more all the things that we had always talked about, more of the resources that we wish we had had when we were young women growing up within the sports industry. So that is how it came to be And what we're like six months in now, but it feels like six years at this point. Well,
0: what you're building really is special and you can tell how special your relationship is, how you guys are such close friends because it comes through in what you're building. So Megan, I want to kick it back over to you. Can you tell us more about Empowered? What is it and what's your vision for the platform?
1: Absolutely. So We started Empowered because we felt like there was kind of this gap. You know, people talk a lot. There's different platforms or organizations encouraging women who are either already in the industry or, you know, trying to motivate women to get into the industry. But there's not enough people taking actionable steps to create more opportunities. We felt there was a lack of mentorship and kind of this gap in resources. So Empowered was created to try to bridge that gap. And our goal is to just create more opportunities for women in sports. And we do that a couple different ways. Um, The first is our career pipeline. So we've been fortunate enough to partner with organizations kind of across the sports industry, um, different teams, leagues, agencies, sports organizations, who have been willing to provide unique job shadow opportunities internships, um, contact information so you go to the pipeline and you you know you know you want to be in social media you can search and see here's the director of social at the Boston Red Sox or you know the the Celtics and I can reach out and set up an informational interview. And then we have our mentor program because we felt like we said that's a big, Gap. A lot of times, you know, I was paired with a mentor at ESPN and it was obviously a male mentor and there's differences in the challenges that you face and the things that you experience going through your career. Um, So we've been lucky enough to have a number of people from our partner organizations. Caroline, you're one of our mentors. We're so excited to have you. Um, We're able to kind of pair uh, industry professionals, these really accomplished, talented, amazing women with Uh, young students and young professionals who are looking to get to the places that these women already are. And then the last piece is just kind of our educational webinar series. So we have different women from across the industry speaking on their journeys. We have, you know, Sint Marshall, the Dallas Mavericks CEO. She came from outside the sports industry and then recently transitioned into a role within the NBA. Versus we have Carol Stiff, who was at ESPN for years and started her own sports marketing firm. So they all have these different, you know, backgrounds and it kind of shows and highlights the the different paths that you can take because I think too often we came up in the industry at a time where we felt like you know Sam always says I thought I had to be Aaron Andrews to get into sports um, so so that's what Empowered is it's a subscription membership based service um, we work with colleges and individuals uh, individual members and try to offer just kind of as many resources as possible to create those opportunities for women
0: it's amazing and I know I've said this a few times but it's so necessary I feel like there is not a well-known clear path of how to get a job in sports or in women's sports or men's sports, just sports in general. So Mm -hmm. you guys are solving for that problem and helping people understand what those opportunities are, connecting with people that can help them, all of it. So I just love it. I also love the name. It's very simple, but very creative.
2: And I love it so much. How did you come up with it? Sam, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I can't take credit for the name at all. So this is a funny story. Megan just happened. You just randomly texted me one day, right? And you're like, hey, is this a dumb name? Well, know.
1: so I was like in the middle of the night, like I, cause I've been thinking about this for a while and like taking random notes, like in a note on my phone, like, but not telling anybody about it or anything. And then, so in the middle of the night, I like couldn't sleep. I was like, you know what, if we actually did something with this, like empowered like that. And so in the middle of the night, I was like, this is a great name, like empowered with a capital H E R. Like that's brilliant. Like, oh my gosh, Megan, the next morning I woke up and I was like, I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So that's when I called Sam and I was like, hey, you know, we've been talking about like maybe doing something like we wanted to eventually create something for our younger selves. Like, what do you think we called it empowered? She's like, that's great. I was like, is it? Cause middle of the night, me thought it was great. And then morning me, I was like, no, not so much.
0: (laughs) I think it's great. I think it's brilliant. I love your logo. I love everything about it. Sam, I want to go back over to you outside of what you and Megan are building What else do you think needs to happen on a larger scale on the macro level to get more women opportunities in sports?
2: You know, Megan and I actually talk about this all the time. So we like to say that in addition to opening up more doors for women at these entry level positions, making all of these networking connections, we also need more women in all of these decision making roles. And we need those women to continue to send the elevator back down and create more opportunities. There's so much room for all of us. And I think, I at least personally went through a time where it just felt so competitive and I understand that it can be very scarce for women in sports. And so once you make it in, you feel like you have to be very protective of your space, but like that's not how it needs to be at all. So that comes across as very competitive. And I think we just need to kind of get rid of that feeling and that notion and say, there is room for all of us here. Let's get more women in those decision-making roles, get them to send the elevator back down for all of us and just continue to create more opportunities for all of us. Absolutely.
0: Well said. Megan, I want to go back over to you. As you look around the landscape of sports, looking forward, what's something that that gives you hope or inspires you and makes you think that we are building a better world? The sports world is going to become a better place or is becoming a better place for women?
1: So outside the the growth of women's sports in general, which I think is very like one, it's so exciting and just very promising for for all women looking to get in sports. I think the, the most exciting thing is seeing kind of women across the industry in both men's and women's sports taking on roles that they've never had before and kind of shattering this glass ceiling, whether it's, you know, Kim Ang uh, Who's the Marlins general manager, or you have, you know, 15 new female coaches in the NFL, which is a huge increase over where we were years ago. Rachel Balkovic, the Yankees minor league manager. I think these are positions that, you know, they're so typically male dominated. You don't think you don't see women in those positions. And so I just think that being able to, like we said, when we were coming up. There wasn't a female GM that I could look to. I I told everybody, I was like, I want to be a GM or I want to be in analytics, but there was nobody that I could point to and say, I want to do what she does. So I think now having these young women come up and seeing that representation and being able to say like, I want to be Mina Kimes. I want to be on there breaking down the game and providing analysis and not having guys tell me you never played football, so you can't talk about it. So I think that's one of the most exciting things for me. And I know Sam and I talk about that a lot. Just like having that representation has been key.
0: It's so important. We need more women in leadership roles in men's sports and in women's sports. And that takes me into my next question for you, Sam. We know that the women's sports industry is much newer than the men's space, which means there are a lot fewer jobs because there are fewer leagues, teams, and opportunities in general. So what advice would you give to someone who's trying to break
2: specifically into the women's sports industry? I would say network, network, network every single job experience opportunity I have ever gotten within the sports industry has happened because I have either known someone or they have known someone else. Like you just absolutely never know who you're going to meet, who they are connected to. Um, I think the sports industry is like crazy big as it seems, it's actually such, such a small world and absolutely everyone is connected. So I think it's just best to put yourself out there as much as possible. Never be afraid to cold call, cold email, introduce yourself, have that self-confidence, put yourself out there. You absolutely never know who you're going to get connected with and who is just going to be willing to help you out and like open up those doors for you.
1: And I'd say too, that the women that we've found who work in women's sports are so willing, like more so than anywhere else in the sports industry, I feel like it's such like a you know, almost like sorority of these women who like we work in women's sports, we were trying to advance the same mission. So they're more, you know, more likely than ever. Like Sam said, you network with them. They're going to be like, Hey, I remember talking to this girl. I want to, want to help get her. She has the same passion that I do. We're all trying to advance women's sports.
2: I think that's one of the most exciting parts of empowered is we're connecting with all these amazing women across different teams, different industries. And everyone is just so excited to meet each other. And whether it's us meeting them or we're connecting them with someone else from another team, everyone is so excited um, just to meet other women who are working with in sports they can easily relate to talk to about experiences. So I think that's just it's the best part, really. I agree. It's such a special industry. I also think it's great
0: that you're making it easier for people to give back. So I I hear this and I preach this all the time. Like I want to support other women in this space, but sometimes it's not crystal clear how to do that. So you're providing really easy ways for women, for mentors, for sponsors to step up and say, oh, this is how I can support other women that want to get into sports.
1: Yeah, that's been another cool part is just seeing, like Sam said, a lot of times we experience growing up, like these people are, you know, you're protective of your space. You don't necessarily, or you'll say that you want to give back, but you know, you're worried about, somebody younger especially in sports media coming up into the role but everybody we've talked to all of our partners it's like oh not only like i want to be involved i want to be a mentor but i have these eight friends in the organization who i know want to give back and just like it's really cool to see how it's grown from there because there are so many people who who want to do it and just haven't necessarily had the had a way to do it other than like waiting for a student to reach out to you or you know you can speak to a class something like that. But I think having like a more formal system and even just having allowing mentors to like Sam said network with one another, it's really cool. You know, you get in the space sometimes you think you can stop networking or you should stop networking, but it's great to continue to grow your network and meet really cool people.
0: It definitely is. All right, believe it or not, we're getting close to the end of our conversation. It is wild how quickly this is flying by, but before we get to the end, we're going to take a quick break to hear a message from our partner, and then we'll be back to close this out. As you may know, the goal of this podcast is to show brands, networks, and people in general that it's good business to invest in women's sports. We know that women in sports are incredible and are breaking boundaries and setting records. But did you know they receive less than 10% of all sports media coverage? It's a vicious cycle. The lack of media coverage means fans miss out, while networks and sponsors can't see the fan base and don't invest in the media. Now, more than ever, it's time for brands to jump in. That's why our sponsor, Ally, is making big moves to put an end to the cycle and give women's sports the coverage they deserve. This year, allies continuing to invest in access for women's sports through sponsorships with ESPN, CBS, and women-owned outlets giving fans more opportunities to watch what they want, where they want. So tune in and be part of the change. To learn more, check out WatchToChange.com because we're all better off with an Ally. All right, we're back. Just a few more questions for both of you before we end our conversation. Megan, I think I'm going to start with you, if that's okay. If you could wave a magic wand and create equity in one aspect of sports right now, what would it be?
1: Okay. So this was one where I was like, there's so many answers I could go with here. Like, do I go with the obvious equal pay? But I think I'm going to go with something that Sam kind of alluded to before, like equity and leadership opportunities. I think it's great to get women in the door, but we really need to make sure that, you know, if there's not opportunities to advance, then we're losing really talented, quality, you know, individuals are leaving the industry altogether, which is hurting sports as a whole, or it leads to the creation of, you know, maybe this toxic like locker room culture that we've dealt, dealt with, or, you know, you've seen in certain in or certain teams within the sports industry. So I think having representation at every level and having women in these decision-making positions so that they can make decisions for that are, benefit everyone and benefit these younger girls coming in as well. You need your opinion, your perspective seen and heard and understood. So I'd say, uh, leadership opportunities would be mine.
2: Great answer. Sam, what would you say? Um, Okay. So very similar to Megan, like what she said, the obvious two, equal pay, equal coverage, of course. Um, But I'm going to stick with my first answer and Megan kind of seconding that there. I really think that it starts from the top down and leadership positions. We've got to get those really strong women in those leadership positions, in those decision-making positions and women who are very willing and open to providing more opportunities for women in sports i think that is where it all starts great answers
0: all right megan i'm going to go back to you before we get to our final question is there anything you want to plug or share with our listeners
1: um want to plug our our website i'd love to and our instagram i think uh so it's com or our instagram is at @empow. H-E-R dot E-D Um, just because we put a lot of like resources out there. We have a lot of really cool, even like Instagram takeovers. So you can see what it's like a day in the life of a graphic designer, a day in the life of, we just had someone from uh, just women's sports who took over for uh, a women's world cup match, which was awesome. And you can see what it's like to be working in this live sports environment. So I'd say, yeah, those are my two things to pitch.
2: I would add that. Yes. Follow both of those things. Check out our website, check out our Instagram do not be afraid to DM us on Instagram. We check that thing every single day, like five times a day. And we, at the end of the day, we are here as resources. We are here to help. We don't care if you're a high school student, young professional, if you have any question at all, even if it's just, Hey, help me look at my resume. Like we are here. So never be afraid. Please reach out any questions, anything at all you need.
1: Our favorite calls are when people like reach out, and they're like, Hey, can we just talk? And then we're like, Oh my gosh, we know, like, three people we could introduce you to would be really helpful and just connect you with. So those are our favorite things. So we want to be like Sam said, a resource.
0: I love that. We'll make sure we link to your Instagram uh, and also your website so everyone can follow along and connect with you. All right. Last question. And Megan, I'll go back to you to start with this one. Can you summarize in a few sentences why you think it's good business to invest in women's sports? And then I'm also going to add on for this conversation, women in sports.
1: Definitely. So I think for the women's sports conversation, just the the data doesn't lie. You know, if you look at Nebraska volleyball, uh, the World Cup, the NWSL breaking attendance records, just the growth of women's sports is insane. It's on the rise and has the power to attract new segments of fans with these unique traits. You know, if you look at just brand loyalty. Is unmatched in women's sports fans. You know, from the the Sports Innovation Lab, the research they've done on it, you see it in the NIL space as well. Just in terms of the return that you get when you're investing in these female athletes, so I think it just speaks for itself. And then in terms of investing in women in the sport uh, in the sports industry, I think they provide a unique perspective. We're able to kind of get stuff done, multitask. I just think we're effective. I don't think you need to argue for it. I think the results speak for themselves. Some of the the best run teams, in the world, you see, Angel City has an entirely female kind of leadership team and look what they're doing and kind of revolutionizing the space. Bay City FC is about to have, you know, an incredible leadership group run by women. So yeah, I hope we get to a point where we don't even have to make the case that it's just people buy in and we've got everybody knows the value in having that investment in women and women in sports.
0: Well said. Samantha, over to you.
2: Why do you think it's good business to invest in women's sports and women in sports? I have got to agree and second absolutely everything Megan said. Numbers speak for themselves. There is a rapidly growing audience that's just absolutely ready to consume. Women's sports, business-wise, it is clearly a smart decision. That is a new and expanding audience base. It's only smart for those businesses. Continue to invest in those very fluid fans. And then women in sports, I mean, I'm a little biased, but like, we get shit done and we can do it better. So like she said, Angel City, they're absolutely thriving. Bay FC, I can't wait to see just how well they take off. That ownership group is absolutely amazing. We've already reached out to them. We saw them announce and we're immediately so excited and wanted to get involved. And like we were saying earlier, it's such an awesome community of women who are just absolutely ready to grind, hit the ground running and continue to bring everyone up with them. So you can't get much better than that. You can't beat it
0: you can't. Two great answers. Megan, Samantha, thank you so much for all you're doing for women in sports. Thank you for coming on the podcast to talk about it. More people need to know about what you're building. And we're so excited that we could use our platform to amplify what you're doing at Empowered. So thanks again.
2: Oh, we love this. Thanks so much
0: for having us.
1: Yes. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for being a mentor and being so supportive of Empowered. We really, really, we, actually, you're going to be one of our webinar speakers in the spring. We're just so, so appreciative of the support and thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for listening to the Goals Podcast, the business case for women's sports presented by Ally, a changemaker in women's sports steadfast in their commitment to the fight for media equity, because we're all better off with an ally. To learn more about Goals and our work to bring more brand investment into women's sports, be sure to follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, or visit our website at goals-sports.com. And remember, it's simply good business to be in the business of women's sports.